and welcome to Good Boys Gone Bland, Season 8, Episode 3, The Rundown. I'm your co-host, Denali. I'm your co-host, Brian! I'm your co-host, Jace, and I think after that I'm going to follow up with an apology for my shitty Christopher Walken impression at the end of last episode. <laughs> yeah, you know, so when I Did started you? watching this movie, I yeah. was like, oh, Christopher Walken's in this movie. <laughs> oh, that's what Jace was doing. I, I I saw a video this week that was somebody who did like a very inspired Christopher Walken yeah. impression, and I was like, "Oh fuck, oh no!" Jeez, I don't even I, I don't think I even realized you were doing a Christopher Walken impression because I don't remember. He said okay. it afterwards, and I was like, "Oh okay, okay. maybe yeah." Was, I don't know was why he doing that? But he's in. The I movie. was doing like the full intonation, like "Ow, oh, oh, Christopher <laughs> Walken," and it and he stops and he goes like this. And it's like a little yeah. up and down. But He's been you know, you've been practicing. That's I a good haven't. impression. That's a good that's impression. That's what I did last time. Okay, maybe I just don't remember. That's a good impression, Jace. It's like the rundown. The <laughs> yeah. Example. Okay, Ryan, you do one. Hello. He actually talks like this. If you've ever seen him in an interview, he talks like this. He the has whole that thing really. Act. <laughs> the whole. Really? He's from Cornwall. No, no, he's gonna he's gonna morph into British. Let's just cut him off right now. Let's cut is him off. Is he actually British? Is he from? No, the... I'm fucking with you. I don't know where's, what that accent is. Where's he it, from? It's not real. Um, folks, we watched the rundown this week because we're doing a marathon, and that's what we do on this podcast. Good boys gone bland. We watch ten movies of a similar actor or subject, uh, and this week, I guess this period of time that we're doing because uh, we're doing it a bunch of weeks is for Sean William Scott. Uh, thanks to Ryan, who pitched it during our State of the Podcast episode, reviewing ten Sean William Scott movies. I don't know if anybody's done this before. I don't think I don't think anyone has. I haven't looked, but I can guarantee they haven't. Sean William Scott, aka SWS or Swiss, Swiss. as we call him on the Mr. show. Scott. Uh, a lot of different zany roles. You may know him from Dude Where's My Car, American Pie, Role Models, The Rundown, and uh, we're here to kind of <laughs> this movie. He, he's in this movie he, that we're in reviewing. This movie. Guaranteed. All right. We've all seen it. And we're, we're trying to review his career as a whole and the movies that he's in. Now, three of us, I would say we're fans, right? By now? Yeah. By now. Jace? I've got it. I, yeah. We're not really reviewing his career as a whole. And to say, well, I'm actually, we might be reviewing Sean William Scott's career as a whole. But yeah. to say that is kind of unfair when, you know, other actors have a lot of movies. We only do 10. And we watch a lot of just the shitty ones. Okay, yeah, that's true. But we're trying to take a core sample here. Yeah, um, okay, yeah. We decided 10 movies was like a decent amount to really get the flavor of this actor. Um, and this guy's a mysterious dude. Okay, there's not a lot known about him. He's very like reserved in interviews. I, I was telling Jace earlier. I was watching a bunch of interviews with him, and he he's like very he's very normal. He's not acting like the stiff meister and putting a lot of like oh hey guys like oh like you know he's he's very chill. It makes me wonder like you know why do you guys think he has two ends in his name in Sean? Like what what's the deal with that? Like why is there two two ends? Why is there two T's in Scott? Well, okay, I've seen that, okay? I've seen the two T's in Scott. I've seen the two L's in William. But two N's. Like, is he is he afraid someone's going to steal one? I think it's just quirky. Maybe in case he has to change his identity. Doing, I don't think he's doing a bit. I you think he's think... just living life with the name that his parents gave him. Yeah, it, it does. is he doing the bit or were his parents doing a bit? What if his name's actually Sham and we just think it's two N's, but it's actually an M? <laughs> oh, like they actually <laughs> didn't the connect the M together. <laughs> 
the doctor fucked up while he was writing it and put a space between them and his name they think his name's sean that's i don't know the parents are there i don't know we have no way to find out except unless he comes on this podcast and we're just talking we're talking into the air right now and we don't know later maybe episode eight or nine he comes in stay to the podcast maybe yeah yeah and then he can kind of reveal this set the record straight we can put this in our back pocket maybe if he got on like a mob hit list and he had to change his identity move to somewhere new he can just take out the last n and not have to really change much about there his name yeah, and keep most of it no what oh, if, you mean okay. sean william scott no what this is sean william scott <laughs> the end's shorter what if it, you know he also he missed a horizontal stroke too and it's actually sean william scott <laughs> 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 so so the, the the h is gone it's actually sham with him and then the, the, the c and the c and scott was supposed to be an o and they didn't finish it suit suit wait that but that doesn't explain any double letters that's just adding another error in there for it's, no it's, reason it was supposed to be a double letter but then the t oh. was also an h the two there's t's only, were yeah an h so that there was only one double letter and it was suit it was LT, and they cro- tried to cross only one, but the cross went through both vertical lines. Yeah. Is this the worst bit we've done? Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> so far this season. It's pretty good. All right. And we, we mentioned about reaching out to Sean. At, at what, are we at a point where we can reach out to Sean? We've done three episodes. We're pretty close. Yeah. I think they need to be posted. He's got to be able to, like, yeah. or we have to send, like, an audio file, you know. Yeah, there's a zero chance he's clicking it. on an audio file. So, so, somebody says, hey, I love your work. I'm watching everything you make. Sham. Uh, Here's a one hour. Open this, open this video file. I think we can drop him a link. He can look it up. Maybe ask him kindly to leave a five-star review like some of our fans have As done, himself. but not all. Ooh, that would be cool. Yeah, he's like, hey, this is Sean William Scott. Just wanted to say three stars. Okay, podcast. I'll take it. I would honestly, from a literal famous person, I'd take that. I would take anything. I would give him $17 to do this. I'd pitch him. I'd pitch another $17. I'd, yeah, yeah, okay. I can do that. $34, I I... Sean. Jason? Ooh. Jason? Um, I could probably give him a can of Spindrift oh. for my fridge. Ice okay, cold. retail value of about a dollar, dollar and six cents, I think. So it's you know thirty, thirty, thirty-five dollars and six cents, Sean. Um, if you want to come on or and uh, and leave us a review, uh, that's all we got for now because this podcast is uh, kind of like one of those lost leaders, I think, like kind of like Costco, where uh, we kind of like put out free stuff at at our cost, but eventually, oh yeah, oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Eventually, well, what? You lost me there. <laughs> well, well, we're gonna make a ton of money. We're gonna make a ton of money, guys. Like this oh. is this is how we we hook them in. Is that why we're is, doing this? Is that oh, why I'm, we've watched ninety <laughs> movies? <laughs> I've watched ninety movies for for the money. For the and money that in I, it. I've lost hundreds of dollars from rentals. Yeah, and the, <laughs> by the way, we had to pay the rent this freaking movie. <laughs> this fucking Chase. movie. God, three dollars. That's a huge rental fee. I think we need to set up a GBGV's Amazon. Please. And when we rent it, yeah. we don't each have to pay. That wouldn't that be that's not a bad idea. You know, if because we, we spent twelve dollars okay. renting this <laughs> collectively, we spent twelve dollars. But Sean got to eat a little lunch today. Yeah, if it goes to him, You're welcome. You know, yeah, he's getting royalties, and he's like, "What's the deal with all this this uptick in in funds I have for the past ten weeks?" <laughs> you think that you think every actor's like, "Whoa!" <laughs> the Keanu is like. Hey, have you noticed you got have you I've guys made noticed 60 bucks over this last 10 weeks? I've been tipping a little more. Um this movie's about 
it's about the rock right like this has the rock as the main character sean as right. a supporting role in this but We're the rock straight into the movie no i mean we don't have to go straight in the movie but i was just i was just kind of thinking about things you know like uh yeah okay yeah you know the concept of the movie is rocks the rock's doing a rundown that's not a spoiler it's in the title mm-hmm. where he's retrie- retrieving uh, a target of some yeah, type Almost like you're like describing the plot of this movie, and that's supposed to be my job. That's since I not. I'm it. not describing shit right now. Okay. I mean, you know, it's already done. It's done. It's not. That's it's it. not done. It's, it's a There's more to the plot than this. I was gonna. I was gonna ask, how would you guys do a rundown? Right. Like, if I literally had to go collect Ryan. Yeah. If you had to collect Ryan. I think I would just take a Reuben well, fucking sandwich and be like, get in the car, buddy. Get in the car, buddy. <laughs> and he'd be like, yay. Dude, I had. Oh my god. On Thursday, I had these deep fried reuben rolls oh yeah man every week you can make up something and i'll have a reuben story i've got two weeks in a row last i've had reuben <laughs> no! stories. Uh, man i was at my i was at the swanky event yeah and uh they had these rolls for saint patty's day they were like egg rolls deep fried and they cut them in half and those sauerkraut and corned oh, beef in good. there yeah yeah and it was drizzled with uh thousand island oh that sounds good and so maybe we can entice entice our targets to come to us i think well, that's what I was thinking. Is like mm-hmm. for me, I'm not really like a physical dude. I don't want to like get shot. Yeah, I would do a bit. We got to okay. do like a master of disguise, Austin yeah, Powers yeah, yeah, yeah. sort of bit. Mm. Yeah, infiltrate and then I give would, him the paralyzing fruit. That would be smart. Kind of do like a Bugs Bunny thing where you dress up as like a sexy bunny, and then just and then paint of, a wall. Yeah, paint a wall, and then he runs to you and he slams into the wall, and a cage drops because of the vibration. I think right. is is really good. Is there any smarter ideas? maybe um what do you think sean william scott likes you know like is there something like you look at his face and you think what 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 is something that is going to really like pull him in a whole lot of things flash through my mind oh (laughs) do you think he likes rubens um yeah okay let me let me google (laughs) yeah sean william scott has pop rock energy so like maybe a bag of pop rocks Oh, like you think Pop Rock is going to be enough to kind of pull him? I think so. I think he, mm-hmm. he, he might think those are fun. I'm going to Google Sean William Scott favorite sandwich real quick. Oh, my God. There is a link to this. What? Don't click. Don't click, dude. That's scam. <laughs> oh, no, no. no. <laughs> That's a virus. Oh, I clicked. Sean William Scott favorite sandwich.com. Yeah, I, fe- I feel like it's a Reuben. I feel like he would like that because he seems like There's a refined no guy. There's no fucking way Sean William Scott's yeah. favorite sandwich is a Reuben. Why? That's a normal it's a good sandwich. sandwich to have a it's favorite. A good, tons of people like it. Do you not like Reuben's Tons Chase? of people that should have lived 400 years ago when we didn't have refrigerators and could only pickle things. <laughs> I'm sorry we live in the 21st century. <laughs> okay, we got to think of one better idea than entice him with a Reuben sandwich. <laughs> I mean, oh. you know, maybe, maybe Same, just, like a just a cool skateboard park. A cool skateboard park. There we go. Yeah, cool skateboard and, park. Cause like there's a skateboard park that just got built in my town. Yeah, and I've never went, mm-hmm. but like maybe there's a sign that says like, "Hey, we'll provide the skateboards. You don't have to go buy a. Uh, this is a big sign. It says, yeah, yeah. "Hey, we'll provide the skateboards. You don't have to go buy one. Don't worry about yeah. that. You can just come skate here. Cause like oh, okay. ice rinks, they have the skates. Right, right. Skateboard parks don't. You just, you bring, you bring your own, it's BYOS. And then I think we can have like a half pipe and then he, he's ripping on the half pipe. And then on one of the ends, oh. we move a net and then he goes straight into it and we catch yeah, him. That's good. Or what if he's like, what if he's scared? What if he's scared of going on the half pipe? We yeah. put on the other side, okay. a Reuben sandwich. 
<laughs> okay. And he drops in to get, he drops in he has, to get, he has the to get okay. enough momentum to go get the Reuben. Okay, we're back to the Reuben again, though, Ryan. This is this I'm was hungry. the this was the problem. <laughs> we can't keep reintroducing it. Um, maybe a box and a stick. Mm-hmm. And with a Reuben underneath it, and put the Reuben. Okay, we're back to the Reuben. Okay, this is just scrap this. Scrap this whole idea. Okay, Ryan, do you got another one? Yeah, beach volleyball, and we do free beach volleyball photo session. Oh, you saw him oh, in this I, movie. We could have our yeah. shirts off, and we'd be like, "Hey, pop and that Jace top champ and come spike a ball." Yeah, and Jace is like, there. We've paid people mm-hmm. to be like, yeah. "Oh my god, that guy getting his photo taken playing beach volleyball right now is so cool." Mm. And so we're, then, like loudly, they say that loudly. And then we have a hole with a tarp over and it's it full with of, some it's sand, sand on top yeah. of it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then Jace, there's a Reuben in the bottom of the hole. <laughs> so he's <laughs> fed, so he doesn't starve while he's down there. <laughs> And then we can pull them out. Okay, I think these are some good ideas. Can we pitch a sequel to this movie? Yeah, Red Notice. I, I really wish there was a sequel. Yeah, Red Notice. Jace, you, you mentioned Red Notice earlier. Is is it the same plot? A heist, a treasure heist movie with The Rock. Yeah. Sean Williams Scott was, you know, sick that weekend, so they backfilled with Ryan Reynolds and Gal Gadot. So can we talk about The Rock for a minute? Okay, please. Because I didn't know this was The Rock's only like his bi- second big role. Because yeah. he had the Scorpion King, right. which everybody is maligned and like, hey, that was terrible. That movie rules, okay. Right, but the CGI was terrible and everything like that. This was, he looked like a seasoned Hollywood star in this movie. And yeah. looking at those two, knowing now knowing that like Sean William Scott is the more, actually the more seasoned actor, it kind of adds an interesting dynamic to it because Sean William Scott had more range. And he had yeah. to do, like, he had to sell himself a little bit more while the rock could just be like, oh, I'm a badass. But I was really impressed. And uh, you guys definitely don't know this. But for some reason, my Instagram has been recommending WWE okay. content to me for about the last <laughs> five weeks. Yeah. And so I watched this. I don't know. I, I've never watched a wrestling match in my entire life. I didn't know. I only knew like The Rock and John Cena and like I knew who The Undertaker's name. But after I, I'm a I'm a little bit, a little bit read up on wrestling now. <laughs> okay. And yeah, I know God. there's He's like WWE curious. There's like fishy, <laughs> the, there's finishing moves and there's signature moves and all this kind of stuff. And I was able to like look at The Rock doing his. I was like, "Oh, that's that's his move!" And this, like, I mm-hmm. was really impressed about how well his wrestling translated to this movie. And do you guys have any ideas of what other wrestlers could come out? Because we have got John Cena, we've got oh. Dave Batista. But like, I thought that was really interesting because now I understand wrestling. The reason it was an easy transition, yeah, is because like they're all acting. Like during yeah, the wrestling match, <laughs> yeah, it's all it's they're they're playing characters. Yeah, and they're characters. I guess the reason I wrote off wrestling until now, and I actually had this conversation with Julie this morning, but like I was like, God, it's fake. Don't 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 the people don't the people watching know it's fake? Just like Survivor, yeah, they do. Yeah, they, they they know it's fake, but that's like saying I don't want to watch a movie. Everything in that's fake. Yeah, right? it's theater. It's basically yeah, it's basically it's live. It's, yeah. it's basically like a live action movie. I know and it's it, like. Those as lumberjack as, shows you watch at right. like the state fair. It's like as of course, soon as that clicked, <laughs> as soon as it clicked that like yeah. you know the fans know and they just are, they are see cool stunts. Then I was like, oh yeah, hell yeah! So I watched like a top twenty rock moments oh, on nice, YouTube. Nice. Yeah. So I'm like, 
I'm fully pumped. I- I'm excited. I think more wrestlers need to get into it because it's kind of cool to see. Get more wrestlers into acting is yeah. what you're saying. I, I would like these, that. I'm tired of these freaking Hollywood A-listers you know, living in their mansions, you know, sipping mimosas and all this stuff. Get them freaking wrestlers out there. Those guys are cool. Get them a better job, too, because WWE does not take care of their own. Uh, Vince McMahon is a piece of shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah, I we're would- not going there. Yeah, I would I would like it for them to just have a chance at the big screen, be able to do their cool ass stunts, maybe in a safe environment. Right. You know, but like if there's an established plot line, like when you're watching sports or you're watching like a boxing match, like the best thing you're going to get is like, oh, Jake Paul's a real jerk. Don't you want to see him get punched? But this is like, oh, but this guy slept with his wife and he was kidnapped by aliens and then he murdered his brother. Right. It's like Twin Peaks. But at the end of every episode, there's a wrestling match. It's a really good sport, guys. And uh, maybe we can have a wrestling season where we just review uh, I top think we wrestling should watch fights. wrestling movies. Wrestling, like <laughs> actors who were wrestlers. Uh, the Wrestler. and Okay, I might actually, I'm going to see if there's 10 movies and I'm gonna, I might pitch that. So is it, okay, is it fair to okay. say that you don't, neither of you have like a, like an old school 90s era favorite wrestler? No, not at all. I've never seen a single match at all. I, I, I've watched a few, but I think I did like The Rock growing up. I mean, just, I, you know, he was in movies, I think, back then, too. And I just thought he was cool. I like the T-shirts with him on it. I, feel, I don't know if we've talked about this, but I, I would specifically say, and I doubt anybody out there that listens to us was a, a fan, but okay. I watched, like, vividly remember as a child in my basement in Alaska watching the, uh, it was a tag team match where Rikishi and Scotty Tuhati were, were tagged, were teamed up. <laughs> And uh, I, I don't know. That's like stuck with me forever because Scotty Tuhati was like this buff dude with like the, yeah. the, the bleached spiked up hair. And my brother liked him at the time. And I was like, yeah, I think I copied that hairstyle for a while. That's a wow. good that's a good because look. of him. He has a he, wait. He has a, a, a shirt that says beware of the worm. And it says wormsworld.com. <laughs> wait, what, the what? Fuck? <laughs> <laughs> what is he talking about? What? Hold on, hold on. This guy's insane. This is not what I thought. Beware of the worm. That's his Wikipedia, like I lo- his Wikipedia yeah. photo. I love the concept of tag teaming too in sports. Like I feel like that should be more of a thing. Why don't we have tag teaming in like UFC, even in like football, where you can just like you know you're running with the ball and someone's like tag me, tag me, and like on the sidelines, and you tag him in, and then he he jumps in, fresh runner. Yeah. Or like a quarterback mm-hmm. has a ball and they're all coming at him and then he tags another quarterback in. They tackle that guy. Oop, he got tagged back. That could be a sick move. I think I think the thing I like about wrestling is the re- the refs just don't give a fuck <laughs> about all the blatant rule violations because it's it's obviously written into it, but like the refs my, are blind. They can't see favorite, the chairs. No, my favorite thing is like when the refs someone distracts the ref and then someone does something <laughs> illegal behind his back. <laughs> And I think that in the other sports, you're right. Like, that would be so funny. Like, tag teaming in a different guy or like just, yeah. That'd be really funny to distract like a football ref and then do like an extra <laughs> touchdown. Like, just like run across the line twice. Right. And then the thing clicks. And the oh, fans are like, on, guys, come on, guys, We're kind of reinventing the Harlem Globetrotters here. I think um, we sh- the president should have a tag team just for security. Like have a tag team president where like oh. he's given a speech and maybe he's like it's not going so well he tags a new guy in. That that's what they do when they ha- get his physical. 
Biden tag team in tag team in the vice president the other day because uh, he got his colonoscopy. <laughs> oh, oh, oh! I thought oh, you, you mean made, yeah, yeah. I thought you meant they tag like, team a healthier guy not to get doing a physical. Too hot this one. <laughs> but it's like you know, in an, in like a situation where it's dangerous, they can quickly tag team between each other. So the gunman is just, he's like, oh, which one do? And he keeps pointing, and then Secret Service can tackle him because he's nice. distracted. Yeah, flawless. I think it's okay. Smart. Have we talked about wrestling for too long? I mean, I think so. I think so. Um. It's really cutting into our improv time. I'm just looking at pictures of Scotty Too Hottie. Okay, let's squeeze in some improv real quick. Um, okay, the scene is yeah. um, Jake, a stressed out office worker. Uh, Maya, a cheerful barista. Okay. The location is a lighthouse. Okay. Okay, and the word is um, finale. Okay, okay, who's in? Who's in? Uh, is, is it me and hello, Ryan? I'm from the lighthouse. Wait, I I'm forgot a- the... I'm the barista. Oh, okay. The office work is the other one. Okay. Uh, fuck. Do uh, you which want way? coffee? <laughs> uh, this is going well. Yes. Yes, please. I would love I would love a coffee. Thank you for offering. I'm just trying to figure out why we're both booked for this Airbnb. Like, you know, I, I wanted to rent out a lighthouse for the weekend. Uh, <laughs> Sir, this is a Starbucks. Oh, oh, that's that's weird. Okay. Um, See all I guess these customers? I, I guess I do. Um, I thought this was an Airbnb. That's why I walked in here. But okay, that's okay. Um, does your left arm hurt? Are you having a stroke? Uh, it does hurt, but I don't think that's related. So yeah, I'll, I'll, what, what do you guys have? What do you guys have here? Uh, almonds. Yeah, give, just give me some almonds. And uh, is, what else? What else you got? You guys sell anything else here at the lighthouse, Starbucks? Um, seawater. Um, yeah. I actually don't work here. This is a, you don't work at you don't work here. No. Why I'm, the, a, I'm a bounty hunter. Oh, oh you're a bounty hunter. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm running is, someone down. This is taking a turn. Okay, well, uh, maybe I can help you out here. I, now that I'm, I'm here, obviously, and we've already established a relationship. Uh, who are you hunting down? Someone named John William Scott. Oh, like the actor from yeah. from American Pie? Yeah. Have you seen um, him? Re- have you seen him recently? I feel like I'd recognize him. Sure, sir. Here are your almonds. <laughs> Wait, what was the word, Chase? Finale. Okay. Okay. Um. Wait, is that is that is that him over there? Did he what? Did he did he just Where? order a cup of almonds? Where he just? Which, I think he just guy? he just yeah yeah. He, I think I think that I think that's your guy. That's your guy. Okay, guy? all right. Oh, maybe I should just check the name on the cup. Okay, yeah. Look at the name. Okay, it says Sean with one N. That's not Will, him. William Scott. That's not him. It sounds the same. No, it's it's got two ends. It needs to have two ends. Okay, no, that's definitely a, not him. No, 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 no. Because no. he would have told the barista. Yeah, no. Let's forget it. Has it has this has this skit ended yet? <laughs> We gotta say the word. Finale. Finale. You can't just say, oh, fucking A. Okay, that was great. That was great. That was a great scene we did. I didn't we're know little, we were doing improv, and then just, little, just uh, sprung we're it little, off. We're a little rusty on it. the best way to get you into it, Ryan, is to... That skit okay. was about three minutes too long. Oh, I can edit it. Jace, give us another Give us another improv, I think. Okay, okay, okay. Mm. I want to read you. I want to do another one with Ryan. Uh, character one is a shy, introverted bookworm. Okay. Character two is a worm in a book. <laughs> You're in a park, and what? the word is serendipity. What the Psst. fuck? Hey. What? Hello? Hey. Uh, hey. Hey. Have you have you seen this man? And I hold up a um, photo. photo oh, okay. Of, and I hold up a photo of Sean William Scott. Um, sorry. Are you a worm? Yeah. I'm a bounty hunter. Oh my God! Okay, uh, listen. I'm just trying to read War and Peace on my day off. I, I don't yeah. know if I have. This is the war section. So, <laughs> so you did you did you just did you ruin my book? Like, there's is there a yeah. whole, I got this in the library. I, I I ate some and then I pooped in it. Huh. Okay. Um. Yeah. But so hey, 
Okay. Can you can you help me find this guy? Um, I only have thirty minutes for lunch. Does he but, go to? The, do you um, think he goes to the library? You could you could return me to the library. Okay. Yeah, I, I could I could probably I'm gonna do that eventually. Like I Donate think I got me. this loan for like two weeks, and I can probably drop you off. Um, why are you listen? Why are you looking for this guy? Uh, little guy. He uh owes me a yeah. four wheeler. He owes you a four a four wheeler. Yeah. Like the vehicle? Can you he even stole use my four wheeler? You don't even have arms, like my dude. You you can't well, even. That's like, real steer fucking that. ableist of you. Okay. Dipshit. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'm sorry. Um, I can help you find this guy. What, what are you gonna do when when you find him? Uh, he, I'm gonna ask him for another Yamaha. Okay. All right. Let's let's go. I'm gonna pick you up here. All right. Let, let's walk over. Hey, this guy looks like Sean William Scott. Uh, excuse me, sir. Yes. <laughs> Um, hey, uh, first of all, big fan, huge fan. Um, mm, thank you. I have of this my book. plays. You've you've plays. <sighs> then why are you a fan? Listen, okay, I'm that's his fine. beloved theater actor, Sean William Scott, with one N. Okay, sorry, Worm. Is this the guy? Is this the guy you've been talking about? My guy's got two N's. Oh, fuck. Sorry, sir. This is this is a huge mistake. I'm so sorry. Mm, carry on. All right, let's let's keep walking. Okay, so, uh, th- let's. I think this this guy's him. Okay, uh, sir. Excuse me. Oh, yeah. Can you smell what The Rock is cooking? I think this is Sean William Scott. Uh, Worm, is this the guy? Yeah, that's him. Get him. Oh, let's, let's get him. Sir, uh, sir um, I think you owe my worm some money. No way, man. Listen, just you need you need to cough up the four-wheeler. I think this, this you worm. You think I'm Sean William Scott? I didn't even say the name of the person that I'm that's looking totally for. That's totally serendipitous. We were in it's the really... rundown together. <laughs> When you said, hey, man, were you, were you, did you want me to do another character or did you want Jace to do it? I was kind of expecting Jace to jump in, but it was funnier <laughs> that you jumped in. <laughs> so nice, nice work on your feet. I didn't afterwards because like, I, I don't know, time to two process people. one and then no, that's, you hit it and I was like, no, right. That was go. good that you were, you were thinking on your feet. That's good. Finally. Okay. Cause I didn't Jace, think, that, cause I didn't think of a new scenario between those two different <laughs> things. <laughs> it's just, a redo. Okay. <laughs> Uh, Jace, what were you using for for your prompts? Uh, open AI, Chat GPT. <laughs> okay, oh, you no. could just you could just be the prompts guy if you want to work yourself into a scene. Do you want to do one with me or Ryan? Either, either, really. Please not me. Okay, let's. I'll do what you can do with me. Do it with me. Yeah. Um. So we've got uh, a grumpy retiree who loves to fish. Okay. We've got an optimistic art student who loves to paint. The location is a bustling city street, and the word is umbrella. Okay, that was a lot of things to remember. All right. Actually, wow, what a scene. Oh. Um, Mary, sir, are you okay? Where's my fishing pole? <laughs> okay. Um, listen, sir, you're in the middle of a city right now. I don't I don't know if there's a a boat nearby. <laughs> no, I'm walking to the lake. Oh, that's weird. There is a lake here. Okay. You know what? I'll come with you. I cuz I I'm kind of worried about where this is going to go. So, um, what do you do for a living? Oh, nothing. I'm retired. You do nothing? Okay. One second. Let me... Yep. Let me hit the sidewalks. Let me... Okay. I hit the button. We can oh, walk oh, across for, for the, the street now. For the crosswalk. Okay. Yeah, yeah. great, great. Uh, yeah, well, I'm I'm a painter, and I, I love painting nature scenes. So maybe we can go to this lake together, and I can maybe paint you um, doing whatever you do over there. You want to paint me fishing? Yeah, you bet. Oh, wow. I just, I need a good subject. I saw you, and I, I feel like I feel like this will be good. I killed a man one time. 
<laughs> Excuse me? What? Nothing. Anyway. Yeah. Is this I... like one of those grandpa things where you confess something under your breath and I'm supposed to go along with it? Because, listen, I've I've had two grandpas go and uh, I don't think I'm going to pass this one up. Uh, you said you killed a guy once? <laughs> oh, I'm I think Crosswalk says I'm... go. We should we should go. It's, I think it's got I'm 20 seconds. I'm for the... bass today. Yeah. All right, let, let's keep walking. Let's keep the they pace like up. They like to eat corn. I can't eat okay. corn anymore. <laughs> yeah, how come? Uh, my dentures don't allow it. Okay, yeah, so, but, like, earlier you did mention, like, a guy you killed. Yes. <laughs> what, what was his name? I don't know his name. <laughs> okay, so, <laughs> was it just a random killing? Okay, we made it across. Uh, I guess I'll still go to that lake with oh, you. Uh, oh, that was a pretty long crosswalk. Sorry, just catching, getting my bearings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, you killed just a random guy? Like, when was this? Last week, I hit him <laughs> with my car. <laughs> That's why I'm not driving to the lake. <laughs> Oh, I forgot my umbrella. What was the word? What was the word? It was it was umbrella. It was umbrella. umbrella. All I can think about was how like old people in hospitals yeah. tell nurses they like kill somebody, <laughs> and I had to say it. Okay, that was good. That was good. Um, okay, Jace, uh, do another do another one with Ryan, and and then I think we'll be exercised up. Okay. Um, let me... This is good for folks at home. This is what we do every couple episodes. It's called improv. Ex- We're trying to form an improv troupe if this podcast thing doesn't work out, and we just trying to keep our our skills sharp. We decided to carve out a little bit of podcast time. We do like one or two episodes a season where we do this, all right? Probably should have said that at the beginning of this. Otherwise, they'd be really confused. So Jace, Jace and Ryan um, are going in the ring. Oof. Yeah, but the they're A-team. not fighting each other. They're working They're working together. Because, again, <laughs> they're real we, have professionals. To, we have to say, point this out every time. The improv is not... It is a contest. No, it is not a contest. It is not two people trying to fuck each other over <laughs> in a scene. Um, we have, uh, we have, okay, two characters. Uh, one is a stressed-out college student studying for exams. We both, we've all been there. And we've got a laid-back surfer who just finished catching some waves. Um, the location is an airport terminal. Okay. And the word is eclectic. I feel like we've had that word before. Yeah. We could also either do, we could do backpack or sunset. Do backpack. Backpack is good. Okay. Whenever you're ready. Hello. I'm wondering, how do I get to the local college? Uh, uh, I'm just passing through. I'm, uh, I'm coming from, uh, Nazareth. Wow. Um, where, where is that? Is that near the local college? It's the uh, only place I'm interested in. I think there's a college there, yeah. It's like in Portugal. It's like where the big 80-foot waves are. No, I'm talking about the place we're at. I have arrived on the on the aeroplane. And oh, yeah, I, I, just came, come I off. came on an aeroplane, too. Yeah, so are you, is this a connecting flight situation? Yeah, totally. Okay. Yeah, no, we're totally inland. So no I can waves here. Out. You're not from around here? No, you're not from around here either. No, okay, okay, no, I am. I said I. I'm well, from you know around. that's kind of wild because airports, like many people, probably wouldn't be from around there. Right. Okay, so we're gonna switch 
okay, if you can stay with me a little bit, see how my voice has changed. I'm I'm not that person. I was putting on a little see thing. See how my voice has changed. Yeah, because you just I just saw you take a hit. The uh, I'm from t- I work at the airport. Okay. Yeah. See All the right. see here's my badge. All yeah, right. you can't have that stuff that you have. We saw you come in. We were gonna see if you went through security with it inside yeah. your surfboard. Does this any of this ring a bell? Inside the surfboard. Um. No. Okay. <laughs> Gosh. All right. Um, okay. Did you? These are always the worst. Did you? Did you bring anything with you to the airport today that you don't currently have with you? Um. Okay. Well, I I got my my thongs. Flip flops. Okay. They're on my feet. All right. Yeah. I've got, I can see it. Um. No. Anything that's not with you. Do you I'm understand? Missing my S- something hey, big. Hey, level with me. Okay. I just realized that I don't have. My undies. Oh, okay. Well, that's not what I'm talking about. That's these are related. Hey, how, how about, did maybe you know? these are related. Did you perhaps leave an eight foot long surfboard in the men's bathroom? Well, I can't carry it here. No, it's in the it's in the bathroom. Okay. Did you yeah. go to the bathroom and leave your underwear? Maybe I don't know what happened to your underwear. But did you not bring? A, were you the man who brought the surfboard through? I brought my surfboard through. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, Do you currently have it with you? Can no. you point it out? No. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm storing it in the bathroom. That's, oh my God. Okay. That's great. Can, yeah. Would you mind coming with me to, to, to go take a look at it? Because we, we cut it open. You cut open my surfboard? Sort of. It was already kind of cut open. Somebody cut open my surfboard? Oh my God. <laughs> when you came, was it not cut open when you brought it to the airport? No. Okay. We found 40 <laughs> pounds of marijuana inside that surfboard. Well, great for flotation. <laughs> I was never going to smoke it. Sir, I'm going to need to look at your back. I only smoke the weed I have in my backyard. <laughs> shit. <laughs> oh, that was good. That wasn't a lot of improv. We could do another round. No, I think we're okay. That was a good one, Jace. We, yeah. we went for a while. We, we had a real rapport going. Yeah. You guys are building a character. I don't, mid, mid through that, I could tell I was losing my accent, and I was like, okay. We're switching to someone else. Just, just dump it. Oh, and I can be the same you, person. I just. You yeah. do have um, a, a general theme of ditching the commitment you have to your first character. Um, but then he finds a he finds a new one that yeah, works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which know, is he, he, which has really come through for the the bit, and I love it uh, <laughs> because you seem to become a bounty hunter. That's <laughs> a great. That's a great way. <laughs> Every, it's a like, great way the, to give me a positive note. See that? See that's what we call a positive spin. You take a negative. <laughs> Michael Scott, in, when he's doing improv, where every time he like pulls he out a cut, <laughs> he's like, "Get on the ground!" <laughs> and then the, the guy tries to like build off. He's like, "Shut up! Get on the ground!" <laughs> Where's Sean William Scott? Okay, all right, fine. We we that's it for for improv for this episode. But maybe we'll do another episode, and maybe when we have a guest, we'll make them do improv too. Yeah, that's always the best. Two future guests, if you're listening to this. Um, I'm about the what's what's the opposite of a fan detractor um not I'm, I'm possibly the world's greatest detractor of yeah improv i hate what? it i really you don't do like not, you smash really those rounds like, i really do not like doing one. it i don't like doing it yeah so don't worry it just kind of gets sprung on you and it's not right so bad. you because of our improv sessions you're probably like in the top like percentile i think of just the average person of being I able hate to that do about improv myself. in the moment you know, it's like if your if your office was like, "Hey, we're gonna do like an improv coach night. Let's keep it going." You're probably gonna be leading the pack. 
in that thing like damn ryan does improv like oh no. shit like he's- i'm not letting them know if anything i would say yeah this is my first time doing it and i'm just going off the cuff and you're a natty dude we've gotten hours and hours of experience live on air and i'm trying to go through our backlog of episodes and just mark the episodes where we've done improv just to see how much we've improved and it's not much but it's great <laughs> see, that's what i'm saying yeah, does Joe? We gotta flag this episode to give yeah. to Joe for some more coaching. Well, we'll have him. We'll have him back on the show and have have him give us a critique. Um, should we get into this movie? I think so. We're yeah, we're about yeah. fifty five minutes. In. Wow, we Not did it. We listener. talked about it kind of, you know, and then we did some improv, and now we're gonna talk about it again. Uh, Jace, this was your pick this it week. Was uh, I believe that's your time to do the synopsis and you know maybe it talk is. about why you picked it. What do you think? Yeah. So the um, chose this movie. Sean William Scott season, uh, we've had quite a few discussions around the fact that he's either going to be like a duo in the lead or kind of like second, third build. Um, This is kind of classically that movie, but The Rundown is a movie that I watched a lot. It's a 2003 release. I watched it a lot. Um, And The Rock, being the main character, plays a bounty hunter, so to speak, someone who does collection services. So he's, he's indebted to this maybe powerful gangster type character. And he wants to raise enough money to get out of debt and then start his own restaurant. And the guy who pays him, total a-hole, is like, hey, go down to Brazil, collect my son. I'll give you 250K. We're squared up. You can be done. Uh, And that's really where the movie kicks off. The Rock goes down to Brazil to look for Sean William Scott's character, who is a treasure-hunting college dropout looking for uh, El Gato. It's in Brazilian, so it's not Del Diablo. It's like... I think it's Portuguese, right? Oh, yeah. Why did I say Brazilian? (laughs) Damn it. God damn it. Already a flub. Um, It's in Portuguese, the language that they speak in Brazil. And then, uh, you know, they're kind of at odds with Christopher Walken's character, Hatcher, who is a giant piece of shit and runs a gold mine in the town in Brazil, in the rainforest they're in. And, uh, you know, hijinks ensue. Hijinks action. Oh, they ensue. They ensue. All right. Little bit of thunder. Little <laughs> bit of lightning. Uh, yeah, this is the opening entry, I think, in uh, the Jungle series for The Rock, where he's mm-hmm. a, he's like a, a sweaty, ripped dude, like gallivanting <laughs> through the jungle. Oh, yeah. He has like, hair that like he's, yeah. should be noted in the like, I feel the very beginning of the mm-hmm. synopsis. I don't know. The Rock has hair. I yeah, didn't expect I, that. Right. This was I his... didn't know who he was for 45 minutes. And then until he did the okay, rock bottom you. on that dude. Yeah. <laughs> thank you, right? I didn't know it was The Rock either. I forget that he had long, beautiful hair in his WWE time and when he was in Scorpion King. And it's also weird to see him about like a quarter of the size he is right now. Like he looks like the the rock's like younger cousin in this. It's interesting too, yeah. And he's even like there's the other people who are the football players who are supposed to be you know bigger than him, and they are yeah. bigger than him, right? But in a modern movie, that's not going to be the case. The Rock's going to be the biggest dude. The Rock is huge. I think he got about a foot taller too somehow. Like this, <laughs> no, he insane. just hangs out with Mark Wahlberg a lot. Yeah. yeah it's just- um, I saw that this movie opened number one in the box office. Really? Uh, despite being kind of a box office flop, I don't think they actually broke even on this one. I think it was like a, the budget of 85, and I think it made 80 million in the box office. Open number one this weekend. Can you guys guess number two? I'm going to drop a hint because it's What's not obvious. Date? Okay, this is uh, September 26th, 2003. All right. Okay, hint. Okay, the one in second place. This was also opening at number one. It is about a vacation to Italy. It's based on a book. 
Hillary Duff um, goes to Italy No, it's not that, but you're close because it's a Disney movie. Um, all right. Sister of like, the Traveling Italy race or something. I'll give you another hint. Um My big fat Italian wedding. You're okay. It's uh I think wasn't it fat Greek wedding? Or was yeah, there a that was a, a joke. joke. Okay, okay. Joke. All right. God, it's funnier. It's funnier whoosh. when you do that. Um do you remember do you remember the aliens that attacked Luke Skywalker? I, I get, they're not aliens because they lived at the planet. But like, bad, this is starting sounding bad. Okay, do you remember sand? when Luke Skywalker got attacked by the sand a certain people, the Tuscan Raiders? Okay, okay, they're called Tuscan Raiders. Okay, that's a huge hint of what this movie is called. Trip Tuscan to Tuscany. Raiders Two: Electric Boogaloo. It's a Disney, famous book. <laughs> Tuscan Tuscany Knights. Ooh. Okay, Tuscadega Knights. That's, yes, the that ballad. Is, that's of... what it is. That's what it is. It's what the Tuscan Raiders are playing NASCAR. Yeah. Okay. Fine. I'll give you another word that's in the title. Okay. okay. The. So uh, Luke Skywalker is uh-huh. the blank of Darth Vader. Hero. The son. Son yes. of Tuscany. Son of Tuscany man. Tuscany son. <laughs> Mask of Zorro. You guys Tuscany still don't know son. the fucking movie. <laughs> I have no idea what movie. This Tuscan Raiders. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, fine, fine. All right. In Star Wars Episode Six, uh-huh. like Jabba Which one is father that? of the Tuscan the third Raiders. One. Okay, Jabba has a rancor. Yes, Pit blank mm-hmm. him. Eat below. Sun where, where is the rancor in relation him. to Jabba? Below Tuscan Sun. Tuscan Sun. Under the Tuscan Sun. Yes, it's under the Tuscan Sun. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I've never heard of that what before. What is that? Yeah, I've, what legit? You've yeah, never this heard? is like last week with the swordfish movie that I've never heard of. <laughs> it was, yeah, it's it's a very, it's a famous book about an Italian villa in, in Tuscany. And it, it's the reason why Tuscany is getting like, you know, engorged with tourists for the past 20 years. Okay, last one, last one. Okay, this one you guys will probably get. It's number, it, this is the second weekend for this. It's number three. This was a huge movie. This was an action horror movie in 2003. Action horror this has one of the words in the previous title. It's it's the Jabba one where Rancor is compared oh, to Jabba. Tuscan slasher man. There's no Tuscan in this one though. I can assure you that. Where was the Rancor Under. in relation to Jabba? Yes. Okay. You said it was a slasher. No, it was it was it's like a oh, horror just... action movie with Evanescence in it. Down under. You're very close. Oh, uh, Kangaroo Jack. No. Just, okay, get rid of That's the. That's not a knife. This is a crocodile done. No, down no, under. that's you're still okay. That I guess that would be close, but no, it's not. Just get rid of Australia. All right, in under your head. the sea, Sebastian's no. Revenge. No, this is a big movie. T H Underdome. What? Underdome. Underdome. Thunder, yeah, no, Mad it's Max not the Thunder, Four. No. Okay. Um, I'll give you another hint. All right. Well, we're usually really good at these. All right. I think I think the like 2001 to 2003 is a blind spot for us. Think about. So Tatooine to Luke Skywalker is mm-hmm. his desert home. It's his home, but it's Down also home. like his home under the range. It's the planet where, where the beer and the, the cauliflower change. Okay. <laughs> um, that, where he dies? No, he doesn't die. No, there. no. what? What? It's, born. it's his born under. It's his whole Tatooine house. is his whole planet. Planet under. House. It's like it's like planet. Under Earth. Earth. Under the Earth. Underground. <laughs> and it has man. fucking vampires in it. Under under the covers of night. That that Ooh, what you didn't that would get be it. Good. Under the covers. Yeah, I guess that's a good title. You guys still don't get it. 
after I've told you it's a vampire movie. Cover under fuck 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 Dracula. Wait 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 with Evanescence with um uh is it is it uh like a lot of black lot of latex in this movie? Yep. Oh Blade. No, you're so close. Fuck Blade Two. It's got Kate Beckinsale in it. I know. I know. I don't know the oh Underworld. Yeah, it's Underworld. Jesus shit. It's like pulling fucking teeth over here. <laughs> I mean, fair, to be fair, Ryan is the only one that's good at this game. And and these are all movies from I've when never I was seen like Underworld. More co- like more concerned about throwing rocks at people, okay. you know. Go 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 out to the street and say, "Hey, yeah. name name the week under the Tuscan sun came out." <laughs> They're like, I just, oh, uh, one week before uh, the rundown. Underworld. <laughs> Underworld's a huge movie, and we would definitely watch that for a mm. vampire season. Oh, yeah, definitely. Let's get into the actual meat of the movie itself. Uh, like you said, the premise, you have Sean William Scott as the son of a mobster. This is an interesting dynamic because you have him playing as kind of like the goofy one and The Rock is kind of like the straight man, right? It's kind of like mm-hmm. that dynamic that I think defines a lot of The Rock's career. Because I feel, I feel like he's kind of doing that with Kevin Hart right now, where Kevin Hart's kind of playing like the smaller, zanier guy. But it's interesting to see the prototype of that dynamic at this point. I think this is The Rock's second movie, and he's still billed as The Rock. Yeah, I thought that was interesting. I also was surprised at how well this movie worked. The That bit, the one-two bit, was really good because they both were set up as competent people. And especially like Sean William Scott, he was there to like, be an adventurer and stuff Mm -hmm. and i like that it wasn't just some guy dragged along for the ride and interestingly enough some of like the other buddy movies have literally been called things like ride along right (laughs) and this was like two people who have different competencies and different goals and actually in a way like their goals are exactly opposite each other and I, I liked that. It was kind of just like they were both thrown in the same mix. Yeah, I felt like they had a fun dynamic in that they were both push and pull forces. Like you can tell Sean William Scott is when, when, when he's captured by The Rock, he's like still trying to outsmart him and it's still kind of working. Um, and I feel like they have a lot of funny chemistry together. I think this is where we kind of see that The Rock is like kind of a charming leading guy. Because at first I thought he was like a little stoic, but then he has these moments where he's kind of showing a lot of personality and like doing quips you kind of see it start to work and then you know as soon as sean i think shows up uh it it immediately like i think elevates the movie for me Mm -hmm. i think his first scene was really funny too where he like brings those flowers in and he's just like you need the fucking boat don't you i think it was interesting that he in that first scene even when the rock was like what is maybe the second scene he's like the rock's like option a i'm gonna beat the shit out of you Right. Or no, right. option A is like you can go peacefully, and option B is like the exact opposite. Urgh. And Sean kept saying, What about option C? What about option C? And you thought he was just, it was a lot easier for them to go in the direction where, like, oh, I'm scared. Well, there must be an option C. Yeah. And instead, he went like the cocky route, like, <laughs> well, I'm going to choose option C. And that I liked a lot better than I think what other movies do more commonly. Yeah, they didn't do the obvious route. Sean squares up to the rock, like immediately throws a drink at his face, like immediately tries to fight him. I think Respect. he tried to fight him like four times in this movie. Multiple and I was times. like, that is big Sean energy because I feel like one of his traits is that he's overconfident, overzealous, where he's mm-hmm. like, I'm not going to back down. I know I bring the heat. And that's what he was doing in this movie. 
which I think was was really fun against. And the I really liked how it tied up at the end with the, them do it one final time right before the credits yeah. roll. And he's like, no, I'm just playing with you. You know what? I think he could win. I think he could win one out of maybe 10 times. He would get the people's <laughs> elbow so fast. One out of a <laughs> hundred, maybe. Yeah, I think there is a reality where he wins sometimes. Give him with a board, give him a board with some nails sticking out of it. Yeah. And maybe well, he speaking, gets one out of 50. Let's, to be clear, he did at one point, I think he wins situationally, but his cockiness ended up losing him. The We we get a scene in the jungle where Sean Williams guy has to pee and the rock gets pulled up by a pig trap and is hanging. Yeah. Um, and then Sean William Scott is almost free before he decides he wants to fuck with the rock and be like, ah, is this your diary? Oh, and this, oh, this was actually the joke I wanted to talk about. He opens his diary up and reads a recipe and he makes like the deepest cut ever where I guess there's this famous chef whose name is like Wolfgang. Wolfgang Puck. Puck. Yeah. Yeah. And he was like, looks like your Wolfgang stuck. And I was like, <laughs> what in the fuck? Oh, does that's that? good. I was, like, I was like, what is that even? That's a good is, joke. I was like, is any anyone gonna get that that's but then he really get, good but then um you know travis swiss character gets stuck in a trap too and then, and then there's a monkey humping scene there's something for everybody that, i also okay. i was rolling yeah i do that wasn't a real monkey too that was like a a, a prosthetic no that was a real monkey real <laughs> monkey hunk the they rock. trained him <laughs> To hump the rock's face. I mean, that whole sequence, too, like where um, Sean William Scott's like, I have to pee and he's handcuffed and he's ha convincing the rock to unzip him. But then he's like trying to like pull his junk out while like bouncing uh, up and down. Yeah, I thought really that was going to be like a bit where he was going to turn around and like, you know, have the rock like try and do it for him. Because yeah. it reminds me of the old Edward Forty Hands debacle where uh, we mm -hmm. were playing Forty Edward Forty Hands and a couple people okay. showed up in jeans. Oh, they didn't preemptively dangerous. put sweatpants on. So when you duct tape those beers to your hand, because I, I, I've never done this, but I've, I've seen it, I think. You're not allowed to take them off until you're finished. And yeah, if they're it's like hard truly... to undo zippers, you can yeah. you can oh push God. your sweatpants down, but you can't yeah. undo zippers. And so we've had, hey, I've unzipped someone. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a it's a moment of trust. But like when Sean was like, oh, I got it. And then like he never rezips himself. So I, I like the idea that canonically his his dicks out like for most of the movie after that because like they never show well it's pretty easy to get it back in you know because it's like one hit the back end movement is easy, to, yeah yeah, the, you know. he, what, what was that move was he, is he pushing it against I'm the saying, tree to put no, it back no, no, in no, like, I'm saying no, if, the you, end is if you're easy. literally just standing up and yeah. you push your hips back oh to put to your to weenie's gonna get back into your pants yeah i see yeah. i see okay i was i was wondering about that and then that was also in one of the movie goofs and the goofs was like he doesn't put his dick away <laughs> What? <laughs> like, like, thanks, On IMDb. IMDb. <laughs> Someone typed that. He's like, I'm going to catch this movie. They didn't like, there think wasn't about a this. There wasn't a rezip. Th think about being the script supervisor on this movie. Yeah. Tapping the director on the shoulder. Um, excuse me. Um, he needs to put his <laughs> penis away. <laughs> uh, otherwise, the fans are going to think it's still out. And they did. All right. Thanks a lot, uh, John, wh whatever your name. I don't know what the, the director's name. He, didn't he make a lot of Berg. John Berg? Peter yeah. Berg, I think. Peter uh, Berg Peter. make is the king Peter of dadcore. Yeah. Like I was, I was actually honestly worried when I, I like saw some somebody mentioned the name and I was like, I have no idea who Peter Berg is. So I Googled Peter Berg and saw the list of movies that he's directed and was like, is this gonna be problematic? <laughs> and the answer is a little bit, but it's <laughs> the uh Peter Berg, this dude, Patriots Day, Deepwater Horizon, Lone Survivor, Battleship, like these are ba dad core bangers here. Mm -hmm. Like these are we're deep in the cut. I think this is 
you know, this is dadcore, like like straight up. Like, what do you guys think? Um, I don't know. The, the the cast is a little young. It is, but I think dads really like The Rock, and like I think there's enough action set pieces in here that I think I think they're gonna show up for this. So like, I'm get you might hate me for saying this, okay. but and I mean totally a little bit different, but this movie kind of feels like John Wick. Like I'm. Yeah, yeah, I I kind of get what like, you're saying. I don't, like, I don't think that I don't yeah, think yeah. that like I don't think John Wick is like dad core. But oh, it's I think like, it's dad core. I don't. John I, Wick, hmm. dads love John Wick. Are you should does doesn't just because dads love it does not make it dad core. We have it's talked about this a million dads. times. <laughs> okay, so I feel like maybe so I yeah. I guess this movie obviously action comedy, but okay. like what the what the tone that it elicits from me is like. We get a dance club fight scene that reminds me of the Daredevil or John Wick. And then we get a lot of the, I understand, like, maybe I get the, the dad portion of it from the buddy comedy. But at the same time, it's not hitting the notes for the, oh, fuck, man, it is hitting a lot of the notes for the dad core. The Rock <laughs> walks away from an explosion. Yeah. There's a crazy kung fu fight scene. With like some capoeira and like people yeah. swinging off the the tree that's tops. That's not. That's still. That's not what I. That's not what I associate with dad card. There's no like history element to the MacGuffin here. There's that's the, true. The sure. bad guy is an old white man who looks like the dads who should be liking the movie. <laughs> I'm trying to think about in this movie, there was a lot of The Rock being like, I just do what I do and that's it. Just get the job done. And I feel like dad's like, yeah, he just does what he does. Yeah. And he's like, no breaks. Right. But I I think in a a dad court, Sean William Scott would be reduced to a Steve Zahn, you know, where the guy, like like what we were saying, the easy choice was to have the other, the person he's retrieving, be a dumb, useless nerd you know not be a stanford dropout because he didn't fit in at stanford be a the actual stanford phd student that sean william scott pretends oh, like to be a point dexter yeah and that's kind of what steve zahn does right he has like one or two good moments in sahara but other than that he's kind of just the research analyst tagalong character and i think in this sean william scott was too cool maybe but you know you drop you drop a dad in front of this movie how are they going to react I think yeah, they're going to be you know clapping what, a their lot hands. of dads like Schindler's List, but let's not <laughs> throw that into dad core. We could revisit. Uh, I do want to talk about the action sequences in this movie. They're fucking wild. Mm. <laughs> I feel like this is seems like a meta human movie where this is a world where superpowers exist. Right. The rock is yeah. like a he's a meta human. He has superhuman agility and senses. He literally like, like swims through the air in a scene. Like yeah, a portion of them filming the scene from him jumping from one building to another is him moving his arms in a swimming <laughs> motion and gaining a little bit of extra momentum. Yeah, he crashes through like a two feet of concrete at the end of one of these jumps. And then there's one cut where he finishes like a triple axle jump takedown and then kicks another guy. And it's it's insane. And there's like a, a whip guy. Like this, this insane whip guy in this movie who like whips a table in half and snipes another dude from like a hundred feet away. Uh, this is like an amazing superhero movie. I think it's just been normalized. Like there's no like vigilantes. I think mm-hmm. that's why the budget was eighty five million dollars is because they had to get all those wires out into the jungle. Yes. <laughs> I was really surprised work, yeah. to hear or to see the wire work in this because mostly these movies try to shoot for realism and i liked the action so much in this because it was like hey don't worry about realism yeah (laughs) he's gonna get kicked and he's gonna go flying into the trees like he just got punched (laughs) by a superman 
I kind of like that too, Ryan. Like, I think it's just because we're coming off of an era where all action movies are really gritty and realistic. So going back to this, where, yeah, The Rock is kicking a guy and he's like smashing through two tables. Like, that's really entertaining to watch well, all of a and sudden. kind of the point of wrestling. Oh, man, I'm oh, going yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One yeah. of mm. the best tropes in wrestling is you have one guy who's knocked down and one guy who's up and he's gloating and he's egging the crowd on. And maybe he jumps off the ropes a couple times to like get momentum and while he's gloating, he doesn't see the guy on the ground gets up. Oh, and The Rock yeah. does this all the time. <laughs> the Rock will be laying like fake unconscious and then he'll get up and rock bottom the other dude. And uh, that's literally the plot of the fights, the big fight scene in this movie, the Kung Fu fight, yeah. is everybody's gloating and then they're, and then they, Rock starts moving and they're like, oh no, he's not unconscious. And this is after he falls like 60 feet through a bunch of trees. <laughs> the fucking him unconscious and them like playing drums. Yeah. And, like getting hyped up, like, yeah. And that's, then all of a sudden, never it stops. Like, oh. That's literally like, that's, so that's, the, that's the point of the WWE. And <laughs> I loved it, dude. I really liked that they went that way. What was kind of concerning for me, like, I didn't know if it was on purpose, but I really liked how hectic the scenes were, the action scenes, because they were like, fuck the 180 degree rule. Uh, we're just going to put this camera wherever we want. We're going to do aerial shots looking down. We're going to do shots looking up. We're going to do 360 shots in the middle yeah. of the scene. And I think they shot more footage or each one they had was a little bit longer in the editing room. They just threw them in random order. The eyelines don't match at all. The characters switch sides all the time. It's kind of confusing, but everything's edited with like a really purposeful rhythm. And that's what I liked the most. I, I was digging it. When Jace said this is like John Wick, I thought that's where he was going with like the fights are pretty well choreographed. I think so too. I, I think they're, they're really well thought out. Another action set piece I wanted to get to was the fall scene, the hot rod like fall scene after they go off the cliff. Well, and then, you mean hot rods? I guess hot rod took after like this. <laughs> yeah, scene. the rundown fall scene. Um, Did you guys like, do the math of how long they were doing it? I did the math. Okay, what, what was what, can, what would can, you? Can find? I get yeah. your guess about two okay. things? Yeah, how long the <laughs> falling scene in this movie was? Okay. And how long the falling scene in Hot Rod was, which is a scene that's purposefully too long. Right, right. Okay, okay. I'm going to uh, guess for this movie, the rundown. Yeah. I'm going to guess that the falling scene is about three minutes. Oh, wow. Uh, I was weird scent of... That's an entire song. <laughs> I was going to say, like, uh, like car over the cliff to car hitting the water, maybe, like, 55 seconds. Jace, on the money. 55 seconds? 56 seconds. seconds. Okay, wow. how long do you think the hot rod scene was? The which way? It's purposefully way too long. Where yeah, you're yeah. like, okay, this is too long. So now let's let's reel it in a little bit. Not three minutes. That would have been okay. That would okay, have been a sizable chunk of the movie. <laughs> okay. Um. Okay. I'm gonna guess like if that was 56 seconds, I'm gonna guess hot rod was like maybe a little longer, like a minute 30. Jace. Yeah. <laughs> since I haven't seen that, I don't know temporal. I feel like. It was longer because of the way the, the cuts in the hot rod scene were, but maybe 50. Maybe it was actually shorter. 47 seconds. Oh, my God. In hot rod. <laughs> it's shorter than the one it's, from the rundown? Yeah. The, the, the one in the rundown is nine seconds longer. Holy shit. And Denali, I would have said the same thing. Yeah. I would have said maybe the one in hot rod is about maybe 1.5 times as long. That's where my gut was. And I was like, but, man, it wouldn't be hilarious if they're about the same length. And I stopped the movie. <laughs> and then watched the scene from Hot Rod and timed it. 
So the parody is actually doesn't even go as far as the reality in yeah. this yeah. movie. I think That's so good. I like the, um, if I'm recalling the scene from Hot Rod correctly, I feel like in this one, they obviously have a lot of really far away shots of like the whole mountain. They want you to feel the scope of them rolling down it. But like in Hot Rod, it's like, it's like you're on the forest floor and there's the, the log and he like rolls into frame, hits it, it's like, ah, and then rolls <laughs> off of it. <laughs> yeah. Like I remember reading the, uh, like the director's note for that fall. He was just like, yeah, I wanted to film the longest fall ever filmed in a movie. Like we just tried, it was like a huge part of our filming is, and then like they said they had the stuntman for the rock in this to do it for him. Cause the rock was like, no fucking way. I'm not doing that <laughs> shit. And the stuntman like broke his ankle and like they had a bunch of injuries from this stunt. It's and- totally <laughs> unnecessary. Totally, it's unnecessary. (laughs) You think it's it's necessary or unnecessary? It, it, yeah, but it's like it really hammers home how big that mountain was. Because when Sean William Scott takes the wheel, you're like, okay, they're gonna tumble like once. But these dudes are tumbling down the entirety of this fucking mountain straight down into like a waterfall, and the truck falls. Like, talk about stranded. I think that really hammered that home. There, (laughs) it was a funny scene. I felt like after kind of the establishment, I think it started dragging for me, like just a little bit. It it was getting a little long in the tooth. I was hoping this would be more of like a treasure hunt movie, kind of like Uncharted or something, where The Rock and Sean William Scott are like searching for this thing. And it's it's like Indiana Jones or something. And um, kind of like Sahara, it kind of gets caught up in this secondary plot, I think, of like, oh, we're dealing with this big evil villain and there's like rebels and we're trying to fight against, you know, this whole thing. For me, I don't know how well that that super worked. I, maybe I wish it kind of contained itself like just a little bit more for me. I think that one thing is really straightforward and upfront in the beginning half of this movie is that Christopher Walken's character is the bad guy. Mm-hmm. And like ev- every time I see somebody walk onto the screen with a whip, I'm like, I want The Rock to beat the shit out of that dude but then you hit the secondary plot of finding the gold cat and going on the adventure and then it does kind of like in the back of your mind that there's the big bad that they have to deal with so i think i agree with you that like when when it comes back around i think i was more invested in the in the like cultural plot of finding the diablo the 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 cat and then yeah yeah and then it was like okay just kidding now i gotta go kill some people (laughs) right it felt like it kind of pulled it away for a bit too and i i feel like um because there's a reveal that rosario dawson's character uh, mariano is the leader of like the rebel faction um i feel like they took to the rock like a little too fast for this in this movie too like i don't feel like they had a reason to like his character and when i feel like the character motivations don't line up for me it's hard for me to like buy in you know um i think it was just like he's the hero everyone's gonna like him uh let's let's advance the plot and for me it was just it didn't feel earned i was like okay yeah yeah that's great um but there was like a pretty good translation gag i think of where sean william scott is speaking portuguese and he's telling the rock to just stare at the guy super menacingly he's like no he'll respect you if you do this and the guy's like why the fuck is he staring at me like this and he's like trying to make him seem like an asshole like i think that was like a pretty good gag i think it's funny that it was in i feel that portuguese is different enough that like if it was like a straight shot in spanish you might understand what well yeah first of all the portuguese spoken in this language is is known for being terrible but like like the actor speaking portuguese in this movie yeah i feel as if though because the language is different enough from english that you could do that you could have that language gag where you're like 
like, no, I'm, I'm trying to calm him down. He works for Walker. He's a th- <laughs> you, need to, you need to beat the shit out of him. And speaking of which, like, this cast is actually, like, really good. It contains a lot of character actors, like Ewan Bremer, Bremner from Our Flags Means Death. I think, is it John Grise? John Grise from, yeah, from White Napoleon Lotus? Napoleon Dynamite. And, yeah, Napoleon Dynamite. <laughs> like, I was like, what are all these people? And then when Christopher Walken showed up and Rosario Dawson, I was like, what the fuck? Like, why is this so stacked? Yeah, and I think unfairly kind of portrayed as a rock movie, right? Like, this was, he had a lot of screen time. He's the main character. But at the same time, everybody else is the the one who brought, like, the emotional depth of the movie. Yeah, I think so, too. Like, there's there's a lot of really hard-hitting actors. And maybe it's because it's so, I guess, maybe it's the 2000s. Like, they haven't been established yet. But I think this is the first movie that Peter Berg directs. And um, I'm going to be entirely honest. I think I read the Roger Ebert uh, review for this movie, who mm-hmm. gave it pretty high reviews. But he kind of talked a little bit of shit about Peter Berg's ability to uh, to act and to make a good movie at the end of the review. So right, maybe to kind of like convince them to do to do a good performance. That's interesting. Like, there was nothing in here that really stuck out to me. It was just kind of like, okay, they're reading lines. <laughs> I think for me, uh, but I don't I don't go into these movies kind of expecting that. I think. There was an interesting characterization, and I want to hear what you guys think about it, of like The Rock refusing to use guns in this movie. I uh, yeah, like, this could have I, been. I want to talk about that too. Because yeah, there, this could have been a shoot 'em up, but yeah, it wasn't. That was really interesting, and I thought it gave The Rock like a good, not only a good character background because you're always like, oh wow, why why doesn't he want to use guns? And Sean William Scott didn't let him hear the end of it, but also you need a reason to root for the characters at the end, and if it's just like an hour and a half of shooting and then at the end there's a shootout you're kind of like okay it's the same flavor but i really liked that they saved the rock using guns for the end even though he didn't really do that much with them it's still i was like yeah yeah when they had that freaking rambo on the roof yeah rambo on the roof during first blood like like ptsd flashbacks and then he grabs the freaking double shotguns. That was so cool. I've never seen double shotguns wielded Pumping like that. with his biceps against his body, <laughs> like, at the same I, time. That was the shooting. coolest, yeah. probably, like, I, I think singularly, like, that was one of the coolest gun scenes I've ever seen. When he grabbed both of them, so he was holding both of them between his fingers. Yeah. Like, like you would hold one normal gun, shot, shot the roof with <laughs> both of them at the same time. I was like holy shit (laughs) (laughs) they did a good job at kind of building up the last action set piece because of that where you just you have this moment where he finally like quote-unquote cuts loose and then has like all of you know this big takedown and then i read like the body count for this movie is is 35 and i feel like it would (laughs) have yeah it is and i think it's mostly this scene because i feel like it is like you said ryan exhausting when you just see just a bunch of shooting for the whole movie it's not that interesting and seeing him navigate those scenes where he's disarming people and punching him like batman like i think it's kind of cool i think uh one thing to weigh in is that this movie's pg-13 and if you think about a lot of the gun use or like the weapon use the movie's not really gory at all in no, fact yeah. christopher walken gets shot three times at the end of this movie when he's being confronted he gets shot in the arm and there's a little bit of a blood stain and then he gets shot twice in the stomach and you don't even actually see those wounds so not only was there a little bit of weight by delaying the use of firearms until the end for the big action payoff like we talked about but it kind of let them play in the rocks wrestler space at the beginning oh that's too. true yeah that's a good point jace and 
I don't know. I, I really liked how physical he was, where it's weird to see a character who's like, I'm not going to do this cleanly and effectively. I'm going to get as dirty as possible just because I don't like doing it the other way. Like, it, it's too easy that other way. It makes me evil. That was... Option B. Yeah, that, that was a really interesting thing I, I had never seen before. It's rare when you have a, a PG-13 rating elevating the action in a movie. I think this is like right. one of the only cases where this is this is true. Because of this, you have a scene where The Rock is fighting three guys, each holding two whips. So he's fighting a total of six whips at one time. And he's like doing jump rope style push-ups to like dodge the whips. <laughs> and the two two of the whip guys like click their whips to un- undo switchblades. <laughs> I'm like, holy shit. Like, this is amazing. That's why it, it kind of felt like a big superhero set piece. And, you know, honestly, I, I think Sean William Scott should have a, a shot at being a superhero. Like, The Rock's got one with Black Adam. Maybe maybe have Sean William Scott. He'd be a good, like, give Johnny it a Flame try. or something. I think he would. You know, and Ryan Reynolds got two fucking superheroes. All right? That's not yeah. fair. He got not two chill. huge superheroes. Same with Chris Evans. That's true. He, he did get he got Johnny Flame. Storm and... Or, Johnny yeah. Flame and... Uh, Was it Captain America? Before we get into the meters, I want to talk about the very end of this movie. Because it, it ends with The Rock bringing back Sean. They got the, the Gato uh, do Diablo. And then the Rebels get it. And they can kind of fund their whole thing against like the evil, the Mind Lord. Uh, I think like, the Mind Ro- Lord's dead. I think they can just oh, that's, fund that's, their lives. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. That's, that's, that's a good point. Um, but The Rock brings back Sean to his, uh, his evil dad. And then he poisons the dad, right? Like, he, he inca- incapacitates him with the, the fruit. But because of his Batman style, like, no kidding. Like, this guy, Billy, he could come after The Rock and Sean at any time now. Like, are they on the run forever? Like, what's the deal with the ending? I think it was a friend thing, right? Like, he'd rather be hanging out with Sean. It's the first time he's not alone. He finally yeah. found a friend. And uh, they, they want to hang out. And yeah, they might be on the run, but that's okay. It's just bad people, you know? But it's like he can never open his restaurant now if he's going to be on the run from the mob for the rest of his life. I think he can open his restaurant. I think the implication was that he, you know, is just not going to give a fuck anymore. The, the the mob might have a new grudge with him, but it's not like he shafted the mob. Yeah, I think he could handle it. I think if you poison the mob leader and steal something from him, like, he's going to be pretty mad. But I guess maybe he's such a badass that he could, you know, he can deal with it and... Yeah. Probably a setup for a sequel, which apparently is still in development yes. <laughs> after 20 years. And uh, Swiss and The Rock have expressed interest in doing it again. Ooh. It's just like, you know, in development. It's been sitting in somebody's drawer and they move it around when they pick up a script underneath it. They said they, they've rewritten it a bunch of times. You know, at this point, like, I feel like you could still have the same characters. And uh, maybe they're retrieving Sean's son, the two of them. Who's an archaeologist? Oh, yeah. And maybe oh. Sean's son's uh maybe Tom Holland. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, maybe have him do an uncharted uh redo. Nice. Wow. Okay, let's do let's should we get into our uh our shenometers? Shenometers. Yeah, Jace, go ahead. Uh, well, we should explain, Jace, you know, maybe the the purpose of the shenometer. Yeah. Uh, as we talked about earlier in the episode, we we marathon a subject. We have two rating systems. We have, in this case, our Seanometer. So we're going to rate this movie based on, uh, well, Sean in this movie based on how Sean he is. And we, we kind of take factors in from the other movies that the they've been in or the overarching theme. And then we'll do a movie meter. And that's more or less like how well the movie worked or how effective it was or our enjoyment of it. Um, and I'll come out of the gate saying that like obviously the volume was a bit lower in this still than evolution which is less than dude where's my car but 
you open this one with the scene that you talked about where Sean is walking into the bar with flowers and then his like his intro. Se- well, first of all, the first time we see him is a picture of him and he looks like he does in every other movie where he's like, it's kind of like the, yeah, the, 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 the mouth face. agape, the yeah. Sean face. Yeah. <laughs> and then when we actually see him on camera for the first time, he's giving the spiel about finding the flowers in the forest. And it's exactly what you would expect it to be. And then the same energy that I'm expecting from him when he's interacting with a rock and saying, I'm going to take option C and then traversing through the forest. The physical comedy is on point. I could see this being an evolution of Stifler or Dude, Where's My Car? These could be almost in the same universe again. So I think I'm rating that pretty highly. I'm going to go ahead and I'm still feeling like an eight. It's the third eight that I've given and I'm damn it Triple feels eight. like his number yeah all right uh jace you didn't mention he did the caca in this movie oh damn it, i should have went next yeah uh that's gonna be a point on the shinometer the other point for me is is he the best part of the movie because i feel like he's kind of a movie elevator to me and mm-hmm. i to me he is i i think he really did elevate this movie um he, he is the best part if not one of the best parts of this movie the volume of Sean is not as high, I think, as I think we've seen, right? Like, there's scenes without him that are kind of extended in this movie. Uh, however, he does serve as an effective comic relief. He's an overzealous idiot. Uh, he's not very shibby in this movie, which is going to, like, kind of dock a little bit. But it's still sort of there. Um, mm-hmm. And I also think he's quotable. Like, I think quotability of Sean is also going to be a big part of the meter. Like, he's got, you know, he's got the little thunder, a little lightning, like that kind of thing. Like, there's stuff you can quote in this movie. So I think for me, it's going to be a seven. Like, I think I want to leave some room on the bottom uh, for movies where he's just like a, like a really a side character. Because in here, I think he's, you know, he's on the front cover with The Rock. So seven. Wow. I, uh... I'm going to go out and say this is my first 10 of the season. Whoa. I loved I loved him in this movie. I agree he's the best part. At one point, I had my phone out, and I, I heard his voice, and I put my phone down. I was like, oh, Sean's in this scene. <laughs> and uh, yeah, last episode, I said, we're going to see Kaka again, and here it is. So that might be the only way I might dock him a point, but that's not the case. I don't agree that he should be docked for not having more presence because in my, the way I am going to rate this is that he's not the main character, but he's probably second or maybe, maybe third, but really second build. And he's on the poster. All those are, all those are checked. So I don't think he's going to get a minus for quantity for me because that's the essence of his character in my mind i i I liked him he was hot he was funny he was a badass a little bit of a womanizer maybe not that successful but that's kind of the trope too so there's nothing more that i think he would have done like if if he would have done more it kind of would be a lower score did less i think a little bit of a less score and let's not forget his character saved the rock at the very end so he's 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 an important part to the to the movie. So ten. Wow. I said it. So you would you think like if he was in the movie for one minute, would it be a higher Sean score? No. Like I if, said if that. he's like if the he's less in the movie he's... more, less okay. score. If he's in the movie less, less, less score. So if if there's a sweet he's spot. He's gotta be in the right spot. Is this there's a sweet spot of where he's in the movie of getting right one point of for the volume. Okay, okay. All right, Jace, what do you got for the movie meter? What do you think about this dang thing? This is a tough one. I told you guys I really like this movie, and I continue to really like this movie. I think it's effective at what it does as a PG-13 action comedy with, like, 
a good slew of scenes that seem like well choreographed fight scenes mixed with some inappropriate comedy like a monkey hump in a face that's just so funny <laughs> the rocks um the rocks delivery of waking up kind of uh i guess high or hung over from the fruit he's like monkey monkey he's laying on the ground like that he, he did really well i think that um they actually did like a fair amount of character development in this i like that the first scene you see with the rock he's listening to like an npr type cook show and he's he's literally writing down mushrooms and he's got a picture in his notebook for uh like they they could have gone like oh this is the rock he wants to get out of the game but it's like oh this is the rock and he wants to get out of the game so he can open up a restaurant um you know it's like not character development that i was imagining would happen in the rundown or what you would think might happen in the rundown. So I think the major points that this movie's missing are there are some, you know, 2000s era commentary in the movie that comes from people that we are supposed to think are bad guys, but it's still a little jarring. Uh, that kind of brings it down. But like, I think I, I like this movie is like an eight also. <laughs> All and right. And yeah, 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 pretty good. That's a B. That's a pretty good rating. Most kids be happy with that. And uh, as far an as this goes, not a B. <laughs> an eight's definitely like an A minus. An eight's like a- an A minus in this context because like a passing grade in school is not a five. It's a seven. Isn't it like eighty percent is an A is a B? Yes, I understand that analogy. But in this circumstance, that's that's not what we're doing. We're not giving yeah. like barely passing a seven. <laughs> <laughs> I am. Uh, okay, for the movie meter for me, yeah, this was better uh, than I was expecting, I think. Um, my bar was, like, pretty dang low, though. Like, I was expecting to, like, hate this movie. But, yeah, I was entertained by it. <laughs> the uh, the back half of this movie drug, like I said, a little bit. Um, but overall, like, I had fun watching it. Like, Sean William Scott and The Rock's dynamic was fun to watch. There's some decent gags, some quips, some laughs. Uh, it didn't always work for me, but I think for the most part, like, when you're talking about pg-13 action comedy from 03 i'm thinking i'm like ripping my hair out i'm not gonna enjoy this but uh it was actually pretty fun i can see why fx ran this like every single week for like 20 years uh because i think this is a movie when you see it's not it's like oh the rundown sweet i'm gonna like just kill 30 minutes real quick and uh watch this movie um the action set pieces were cool it's you know they're they're light they're fun but the whole the movie as a whole is not really bringing me anything new to like chew on like it's a specific formula and i don't know if this formula is executed in a way that like holds my interest like the whole time um i'm gonna give it a merciful five if it was two hours i think it, it would be like a one for me but they made some good choices here they tightened it up um just a fun low stakes action comedy yeah five I'm going to come right out and say it. Uh, I'm going to give it an eight as well, Jace. Whoa. And yeah, I've, I've been thinking about the six to eight range. Consider giving it a seven, but it's got my boy Arnold Schwarzenegger. So that's an uh, extra point. Have fun. <laughs> the That's it. I want to talk that's about the length because you just, you just talked about the length of this movie and it's like an hour and 44 minutes or something. Yeah. And that's the sweet spot for me. You know, I don't like long movies unless they're epics. If it, I agree about the two hours mark, remark, but the, the I liked the tropes the, the, they hit the tropes, you know, the MacGuffin trope, the one more job trope, the uh, two buddies. But every time they did it, I agree with everything you said. There's like a twist. It's one more job to open up a restaurant. That's funny. You know, it's buddy cop, but the other guy's a badass, too. 
I, I don't know. It's something hit right with me every every which way it went. And the not using guns thing caught me by surprise. Like it literally caught me by surprise. Otherwise this was this would be like a Jack Reacher, you know, movie. And I thought to myself during the movie, like, man, is this like the third best Indiana Jones movie? This is not bad. Like what they're they're not I don't think much of it was bad. If anything, it's the like execution of it. I, I, I didn't have a, like many problems with the movie at all. It's not, it's not a, like, like I said, I'm giving an extra point based on Arnold, but like the, uh, I, I did enjoy this movie. I would recommend it. Julie fell asleep in the first 10 minutes. So I'm going to make her rewatch it because I actually think she would enjoy it. Um, and I want to give a little shout out to the, whoever did the sound mixing. I have my surround sound set up in my front room now. And what? Why does this thing slap so freaking hard? Like huh. the cave scene when they have to actually grab the gato, they have like the, the 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 rocks falling and everything breaking is like 3D map to perfection. I actually sat <laughs> I was a little I was leaning over and I sat yeah. up into the middle of the couch because I could be so I could be equidistant from all my surround sound speakers because I wanted it to like I was like wow this sounds really good and I didn't expect that from a 2003 movie at all so maybe that's where the budget is <laughs> they brought in like the, <laughs> the a game the best mixer it paid him 10 million dollars and he's he sits down and he's like I'm gonna need like that like that guy what movie was he watching he's like I need a hot pocket the core it's like a lifetime supply of Xena movies oh, and right, hot pockets yeah. right yeah yeah so. I, I don't know. Everything hit right. And Jace told me, Jace said, if uh, I don't get drunk and like this movie, he's going to punch me. And uh, yeah, I did those things. So yeah, I'm going to give it an eight. So this isn't like a Sahara situation, Jace. Like, does this make you feel better that like, you know, we had a, had a better reaction to this movie? That's kind of like Sahara. It does. It does make me feel a little yeah. bit better. I think that's good. Sahara was, you know, trying to go for a bit more. Sahara was also 45 minutes longer than this. <laughs> yeah. Sahara was an epic we can do a Sahara revisited, you know, after because I feel like we've watched a ton. I mean, we watched like seventy more movies since Sahara. <laughs> maybe, maybe if we go back, we're like that wasn't as bad as some of the movies we watched. But next, as far as next week goes, uh, I believe Ryan, it's your pick for the newest Sean William Scott uh, movie. Like, what are we gonna review? What is it? What does our audience have to look forward to? Um, and and you folks, you you guys can watch along at home. You know, you you can do your homework. And then, and then come in and, t- and chat with us. Yeah, let's give it a pause for editing because I totally forgot it was my week. All right, um, we're going to watch a movie that I think I've seen before. It's okay. another, we're going right back into another found on TV movie. <laughs> oh, and no. which is interesting. I didn't know he was kind of like associated with that really. But we're going to watch Bulletproof Monk. Oh, also Christ. from 2003. <laughs> the same runtime. Yeah. Same rating. Bulletproof Monk, I believe. Yeah, I think this was also on FX a lot. And he gets, and Sean gets the same billing uh, order. So, yeah, I think uh, we're going to see. Maybe this will be a fun comparison. This dude was working, man. Like, did he, yeah, was he doing like real. four movies a year? <laughs> Holy crap. All right. Bulletproof Monk. Oh, Chow Young Fat. Sick. Guy's a badass. Uh, well, for, for you folks at home, you can watch Bulletproof Monk. Uh, uh, at yeah, that's it. you can watch it. I'll rent it on Amazon or on DVD or it's other on places. Cinemax, if you're one of those people, don't probably you don't have to conf- you don't have to confess. Yeah, if you have Cinemax, maybe it's see if Cinemax. it's playing. Hope you guys will join us for next week. Let us know what you think about the rundown. If you've seen this, like I know a lot of you folks probably have seen it at home. 
I think uh, anyone from our era, it's a high probability you might have seen this. DM us on our Instagram, Good Boys Gone Bland. Follow us on TikTok, whatever you want, guys. Uh, check us out on YouTube, too. I'm, like, gradually catching us up on YouTube. If you ever want to see our faces doing these episodes, I don't know why you do, but I'm, I'm offering it to you guys. You guys want to, you guys want to, what do you guys want to do to close out the show? Do you want to give a Seanism? Do you want, okay, wait, to close out the show, how about we each do an impression of Sean? Let's, let's see if we've improved. Oh, fuck, I don't... Let's let's say just say a line from this movie. Sean William Scott quotes, "My role model is my dad." That, that's a real that's a real quote. From <laughs> I think a that's real just person, a real. That's not, a... not a character. Yeah. <laughs> what a homie. God, so wholesome. Yeah. Okay, we'll look up Sean William Scott quotes. That's why I kind of why I don't want to like. That's why I kind of don't want to like do an impression of him because he's like a normal person. He has he has a voice that he does. Yeah, I like that. Oh sure, bud. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we'll get that's that for bad. you. That's we'll not get that bad. For you. Um, I love everything about Minnesota. <laughs> he said that once, and and Sean William quotes. <laughs> I think we were on the same page. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, this is this is not a great segment. <laughs> um, we we used a lot of brain power today. I'm kind of I'm kind of dripped. I'm really out. tired. Yeah, that's a good. That was good, guys. Uh, thanks for joining us. <laughs> <laughs> uh,